Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the Lord's word, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. 1 Samuel 15, 26. Dear God, you created the whole earth, and you have all the wisdom in the world. You know everything. Help us to obey you, trusting that what you say is best for us. Please forgive us when we think we know better than you. We want to do what you tell us because we know you care about us so much. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more, all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. Saul disobeys God. In our last story, we learned how Saul's son Jonathan went against the Philistines and defeated them. In this story, we will learn how Saul disobeys God and rejects him as king. Inspired by the book of 1 Samuel. Hi friends, it's Julia Sadler here, and I'm back with another story from God's Word today on the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. Today, Saul makes a pretty bad choice. He thinks it's not a big deal, but it is a big deal to God. Could this be the end of Saul as king? Let's listen in to find out. One day, God told Samuel something about King Saul. So Samuel went to King Saul and told him what God had said. He told Saul, God said the Amalekites attacked his people after being brought out of Egypt. God orders that your army attacks the Amalekites and destroys everything. God said you need to kill everyone and all their animals. So Saul obeyed God and attacked the Amalekites with 200,000 foot soldiers and another 10,000 soldiers from Judah. Saul's army began killing everyone and everything, but Saul did not fully obey God. Saul's army kidnapped the king of the Amalekites, Agar, and they kept the greatest and nicest animals for themselves because it was hard for them to kill the animals that were good. God knew that Saul disobeyed him and became very sad. That night, God told Samuel that he regretted making Saul the king because Saul didn't listen to him. This made Samuel so sad that Samuel cried and prayed to God all night. Samuel woke up early in the morning to confront Saul about disobeying God. But when he got to where Saul was supposed to be, he was told that Saul had left and was celebrating himself for the victory. Samuel went to where Saul was celebrating, and when he approached Saul, Saul shouted, God bless you! I did everything that God told me to do. Samuel then asked, If you did what God asked of you, then why can I hear cows and sheep? Saul told him, 
Well, take a look at these animals. They are very nice, and it was tough for us to waste them. So we took the best of the animals to sacrifice to God. But do not worry, because we destroyed everything else. Samuel became unhappy and informed Saul that God had spoken to him the night before. Saul became curious as to what God had said and questioned Samuel. Samuel answered, God said that you have become prideful and selfish ever since he has made you king of Israel. You did not do exactly as God directed you, and now you are disobedient. Saul defended himself, saying, I did obey the Lord. I killed everyone and everything except their king, Agar. The soldiers kept the animals to sacrifice to God, and they kept the nicest animals. Samuel rebuked Saul, saying, It is not sacrificing that God asks for. It is obedience. Because you reject God, God has rejected you as king. Saul cried out, I have sinned. I listened to people instead of God. I beg you to forgive me and come to worship God with me. Samuel refused to go back and worship with Saul. As Samuel was turning to leave, Saul grabbed him by the robe and it tore. Samuel turned to Saul and told him, God has torn the kingdom of Israel away from you today and has given it to one of your neighbors. God does not change his mind like a human. Saul begged him, I have sinned, but please honor me before my people and before Israel. Come back with me so that I may worship God. On this, Samuel went with Saul, and when Saul finished worshiping God, Samuel called for Agar, the king of the Amalekites. Samuel looked at Agar and declared, As your sword has killed children, you shall be killed. On this, Samuel put Agar to death. Samuel then left Saul, never to see him again. Uh-oh, Saul's in trouble now. Today's story opened with God telling Saul to destroy everything from the Amalekites. Do you think he obeyed? Saul decided to keep the nicest animals for himself and the people of Israel instead of doing what God said to do. He did this to be liked because he cared more about being liked than obeying God. When Samuel told Saul that he disobeyed, Saul denied it. He said, no, I didn't. I did everything else he said, just not that one little part. But guess what? That's not obedience. Obedience is obeying all of what God says, not just some of it. Samuel was very upset that Saul had disobeyed. He was so sad that he stayed up all night praying and talking to God about it. When Samuel went back to talk to Saul, Saul started making excuses about why he kept the animals. He said things like, we kept them so we could sacrifice them to God. They were too good to waste. What he really was saying was, you're wrong about this one, God. I know the right thing to do, so I'm going to do this my way, not yours. You see, Saul started thinking that he knew better than God, and there's a word for that, pride. Being prideful means that we start to think we are better than everyone and that we know more than anyone, even God. 
Pride often leads us to disobedience because we think we are smarter than God. And that's a dangerous thing to think because we definitely aren't. Samuel told Saul that God cared much more about his obedience than any gift or sacrifice he could give to God. God wanted Saul's whole heart and he didn't have it. Saul didn't want to be the kind of king God's people needed. So God took his job away. Do you remember? Samuel told Saul that God had torn the kingdom of Israel away from him and given it to someone else. Wow. So if Saul's disobedience meant he could no longer be king, our obedience must be important to God too. Did you know that your Bible has a verse written just for kids? It's Ephesians 6.1 and it says this, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Can you think of some reasons why this is important to do? For one thing, God says to do it. He didn't say, if you feel like it, obey your parents, or as long as your parents never mess up, obey them. No, he said, obey your parents. It's a command from God. Another reason to obey is that the adults in your life have lived a long time and know things that you might not yet know. Think about it this way. If you see your baby brother or sister about to run into the street where all the cars are, you tell them to come back, right? Because you know it's dangerous. So it's best for them to obey you so they don't get hurt. That's kind of how it is when we obey our parents. They see things you might not see and know things you might not know. So it's best to trust them. And if you aren't sure why they're telling you to do something, it's always okay to ask why and be curious. In the same way, there are many other reasons why you need to obey God. Even if, like Saul, you think you know better. Try this. Today when a parent tells you to do something, obey right away and do it with a good attitude. And if you have questions or aren't sure why they are telling you to do something, be curious and ask instead of ignoring them or doing what you wanna do. See if anyone notices your first time obedience. You can be sure of one thing, God will. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Don't miss next time because we're going to meet the next king and he's not what you're expecting. And don't forget, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. Enjoyed the podcast? Leave a review to help other parents discover us and spread the good news around the world. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today. Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith 
in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.